What's up, maniacs? My name is Sky Menhart, and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more! Welcome to the show, people. Welcome to the show. Now, I I apologize. I know I'm late this week, but my family has COVID. My grandmother has COVID. My dad has COVID. And I just couldn't get over to my parents' house to record because of the germs, okay? So, um, yeah. So I'm recording today. And today's episode is something that I really feel like is super important to know, super practical knowledge for those of us who are on a mental health journey in whatever phase. Um, and that is finding the right therapist, finding the right therapist for you, how to do this, what what's the best way for this, and just some practical advice I can give. Now, last weekend, I was thinking about it and I realized that it has been 10 years since I saw a therapist for the first time. So I've been in therapy on and off for 10 years. That is crazy to me. It just is such a crazy thing. And the most crazy part is that I am now seeing the first therapist I ever saw. And she's the best for me personally. She's the best. We've had such a great time getting to know each other over the years. And, um, She is really one of my favorite therapists that I've ever had. And so today I wanted to just share some advice and some tips about this because I feel like when you're in your mental health journey, especially when you're in the beginning and you're just starting out, you oftentimes you don't really know where to look. You don't really know where to go. You don't really know what kind of therapist you need to be looking for and how to go about finding a good therapist. So right off the bat, I want to mention that you can always Google search. This is kind of how I started and how I always start when I am getting a new therapist. I just do a simple Google search, therapist near me. And this usually takes me to Psychology Today's website where you can look up therapists on there and find therapists near you. The great thing about this website is that you can look it up in your area, so wherever you are in the country. And what I want to mention is this is kind of a US specific episode. So if you are, I know I know I do have international listeners. The things I'm mentioning may be similar in your country, but it might not be exactly the same. So this is kind of for US basically what I'm speaking about. So what you can do, you can go on Psychology Today and you can look up therapists near me. And the reason I suggest using Psychology Today is because all of the therapists and the psychiatrists that are listed on there are licensed, are professional, they have gone through the proper training, they are licensed. It's really important to get a licensed therapist. Now, there are many reasons why I believe this to be true, but one of them is because when when you have to get a license for something, you are required to go through some sort of training and certification process in order to get this license. And this license is a sign and a symbol and a, and a proof that this person, this therapist, has gone through the proper training to handle certain situations that appear in therapy. So, you know, I know right now it's really popular. Life coaches are really popular and certified life coaches. But I think if you want to get real mental health help, you really need to see a certified therapist. There are different types of people who do therapy. Right now, I am seeing a licensed clinical social worker. I've had a lot of good luck with licensed clinical social workers. And these are people who are licensed to do therapy, 
and they've worked in social work, so they know how to handle situations. Sometimes they've been a case manager before for different patients, and they really know how to handle certain situations that appear in therapy. So I encourage you always to make sure that you are going to and seeking out licensed professionals to give you mental health help and to give you therapy. I know that there are places online you can go, and this is not sponsored, but I wanted to mention BetterHelp. I've mentioned them before. I've heard some horror stories from BetterHelp, so I feel like it's a hit or miss. You know, it's a 50-50 either way with BetterHelp. I'm not really sure. I've never tried it personally, so I'm not going to recommend that. Um, However, I know it works for some people. I see everybody online is using BetterHelp. And right now in the pandemic, that can be a really good option for people who can't leave their house or who don't feel comfortable leaving their house. So I encourage you to try different options and try to find what works for you. I know with my therapist, she is willing to meet on Zoom. So if I feel sick or if I can't make it in, you know, in the if I can't go see her in her office, I can have a Zoom session with her at home. So I want you to know that just because, you know, your therapist isn't online, just because they're an in-person therapist doesn't mean you have to meet with them in person. A lot of therapists offer online, uh, you know, Zoom calls, Skype calls, whatever it may be, even a phone call instead of going to their office and sitting down with them and having a chat. So there are options for you if you don't feel comfortable using BetterHelp. The only reason I don't suggest BetterHelp, and maybe I shouldn't be talking about this because they could be a future sponsor, but I've heard stories where there these, you know, there's people on BetterHelp who aren't actually licensed. So I really encourage you to go through the process of looking for a really truly certified licensed person to work with. And that's why I recommend a licensed clinical social worker because they've been through the works, they have their degree, They have probably worked in social work with many people with multiple situations before, and they have a lot of good experience in the clinical setting that can really help you in a good way. So that is my recommendation for that. Um, Another thing to think about whenever you are looking for a therapist is thinking about finding someone who knows how to work with your issues. So for example, if you are someone, I guess I could use myself as, as an example, I am someone who has a mood disorder, I've had eating disorders in the past, I've had body dysmorphia, and I'm a member of the LGBTQ community, I'm bisexual. So it's important for me to find a therapist who has experience in these areas. Oftentimes, and I know this for a fact, that on Psychology Today's website, when you're looking up therapists, it will tell you which issues they are capable of handling in their therapy. So I really encourage you to reach out to the people who have experience in whatever issues you have. People who have experience with eating disorders, people who have experience with LGBTQ LGBTQ issues, sorry, that's hard for me to say, people who have experience with complex PTSD. The reason I say this is because when these people, when, when you find a therapist who knows how to work with your specific issues, they can offer you better help than another therapist who has no experience with this. So if you if you have a mood disorder, if you're someone like me who has a mood disorder or depression and you seek out someone who is a a trauma therapist, it might not be as helpful for you to go see this person because they're a trauma therapist. They're not handle they're not able to handle, you know, a mood disorder. So it's just important to really look through their qualifications and look through their clientele, what kind of clients they are looking for and they are open to receiving and they are able to assist. Because 
unfortunately, and I mean, not really unfortunately, but you just have to look around a bit and find the right therapist for you. And sometimes this can take time. Another thing I recommend is maybe when you're starting out, try to go see a few different therapists and really try out a few different people and see which kind of techniques you like to use, which kind of therapists you vibe, you vibe with the most. It's really important to find a therapist who you feel comfortable with, who you feel like you can open up to. I know with me, I don't want to go see a male therapist. And this is nothing against men. It's just that I don't feel comfortable opening up to a man and being vulnerable with a man. So I always look for a woman to be my therapist. If you're a man, maybe you prefer to speak with a man about your issues. Or if, you know, you have to just think about it in that way. Who are you going to be the most comfortable with? What kind of person is going to be the easiest for you to talk to, the easiest for you to open up to, the easiest for you to be vulnerable with? These are all things you really need to have in your mind when you're looking for a therapist. Now, if you are someone who doesn't uh, who doesn't know exactly what they want, I think you should go out and try a few different therapists and see which kind of techniques you like. I know some therapists uh, specialize in dialect, what is it, dialectic behavioral therapy, DBT, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. These are all different techniques that they use in therapy to help you resolve your issues and move through your trauma. So if you're someone who is who has experience with these issues then you can find the best fit for you. Another thing I wanted to talk about was group therapy. So group therapy, ugh, I've had some scary group therapy experiences. And I all think it depends on where you go and who you're with, you know, who the therapist in charge is, what they're like. I had an experience where I was in a group therapy setting. It was an outpatient facility and I had been through their outpatient program after leaving the psych ward. And so I, I kind of knew how it worked, but they, they offered to have me join this group therapy. And I was the only young person in the group. It was mostly older middle-aged people and they were, they had some real issues. Now I know everybody has different issues, but these people were like talking about killing people. It was just very intense. And as someone who hasn't experienced those feelings before, I felt a little bit out of place. So I ended up quitting that group because I just didn't feel safe, I didn't feel comfortable, and I didn't feel like anyone understood what I was going through. And the person running it wasn't a great facilitator, they weren't great at getting us involved and asking the right questions, so it just wasn't a good group overall. But I'm glad I tried it because, you know, now I've experienced group therapy to a certain extent. I know there are different group therapies you can go to. There are different um, there are different types of group therapy. I know my therapist, who I see now, she runs an addiction recovery class. It's an addiction recovery group, and they meet every you know every week, and they discuss. It's kind of like AA, but it's addiction recovery. It's not AA, so it's anybody who has an addiction can come. And I don't know if they follow the twelve steps or not, but she just helps people get through their addiction and gives them a safe space to talk about it and to be open and vulnerable with others. The thing I love the most about my therapist is that she offers so many unique coping skills that I would never think of on my own. And this is a real benefit to having a good therapist because often, you know, I'm someone who I enjoy learning new coping skills. I enjoy implementing new habits and new thought ideas into my life in order to make my life better. 
you know, and this is kind of cognitive behavioral therapy in a very, um, in a very broad sense, because you're kind of analyzing your behaviors and your thoughts, and you're trying to improve them by, by making little adjustments and adding new, new ways of thinking and new ways of behaving. And the thing I love about my therapist is that she always has these coping skills ready to share with me. She is the one who told me about the HALT acronym, which is when you're having, when you're feeling upset, you say HALT. Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? And these are your basic needs, and you're finding out if these basic needs of yours are being met. And that's why I shared that acronym on my TikTok. I shared that acronym on my Instagram. So if you're interested in looking at that, go on my Instagram, Manic State of Mind Podcast, and you can find that. I just think some of the tools she gives me are things that I would never think of on my own and that I wouldn't be aware of until, you know, she shared them with me. Another thing I love about my therapist is that she is constantly showing me some uplifting content. She she shows me a lot of really positive TED Talks. She shares books with me. She's given me books to take home and told me which chapters to read. And she's just a very involved therapist. And I really appreciate it because I feel like when I leave her office, she I am left with tools that I can use every day until I see her again. And that is really helpful to me. So that's why I enjoy working with her so much because she's constantly giving me new tools, new ideas, new ways of thinking and broadening my perspective on a lot of things. So I think that's a good reason you can go to therapy. That's a really good reason to go to therapy. As much as I believe in, you know, white knuckling it (laughs) and doing your best to take care of yourself, therapy is so essential for your mental health and it can really help put you in a better place, especially when you're in a low spot. Because oftentimes when we're depressed and when we're anxious, it's hard for us to see things clearly and we can get really stuck in these negative thought loops, which I mentioned in a previous episode. We can get stuck in these spirals of depression and anxiety that only bring us down and without the help of someone else, it's quite difficult to get out of this spiral. So that's why I do really encourage y'all to go try and go see a therapist if you can. If you can, it's a really good thing to do. It's an investment. It is something that you do have to stay dedicated to, but therapy can be really fun. It's not always just horrible reliving trauma, hard work. It's not like that all the time. It can be really positive and uplifting and super, you know, awesome, super, super uplifting. So I encourage you to go try it if you haven't tried it yet. Another thing I wanted to mention when you're looking for a therapist, one thing to keep in mind is your insurance. Unfortunately, in America, we do not have free health care. So you have to pay to get insurance, which covers your therapy costs and your medication and whatever you need. So one thing to consider is look and this is something you just have to do is making sure that the provider you're looking for is covered by your insurance. So the how you do this is you could either call the number on the back of your insurance card or you can call the front desk or the office of wherever you're trying to get in, whoever you're trying to see, you can call them and say, hey, do you take this provider? Do you take this this insurance? Do you accept this insurance? And if they do, there might be a limit 
of how many times you can see your therapist per month. I know mine, I can only, I can go every two weeks and that's the most I can go for my insurance. I'm on Medicaid right now, so that's the most that Medicaid will cover. And they also cover my copay, but I do have to pay a small bill at the end of every month. So that's how it works for me. And so I see my therapist every two weeks and it's really good. I li- that schedule works for me. I know with some insurances, however, you can see your therapist every week if you need to. So that's a really important thing to be aware of and to look for. Unfortunately, therapy is super expensive if you don't have insurance. It's really expensive. And this is something that is super upsetting to me because I feel like mental health care and health care in general should be available to everyone. But this is something that we struggle with in the United States. We haven't gotten to a good place with our healthcare system. We're just, we're, I mean, it's been bad the whole time. So it's just really hard for people who don't have insurance to get the help they need. So if you are someone who lives in the United States and who doesn't have insurance, I encourage you to look into Medicaid. Look into Medicaid. This is state-provided health insurance. And honestly, I live in Virginia. I get, I get Virginia Medicaid and it covers quite a bit of stuff. It has covered quite a bit of stuff and it really helps me with my bills and with everything because that's one less thing I have to worry about. I know I can get my medication and it's not covered completely. I still have to pay for some of my medication, but it takes the it makes the price lower on my medication. And I and I only have to pay a small amount for my therapy, which is really really essential for me. So that's something I encourage you to look for if you are someone who's low income. I know if your parents have insurance, you can be on their insurance until you're 26 in the United States. I think that's the general rule. And that might vary depending on which insurance you have. But I encourage you to look into Medicaid, look into, you know, uh, services that your state provides, because this could be really helpful in getting you the right treatment. Another thing I want to mention, if you can't afford, if you can't get on Medicaid for some reason and you can't, you know, afford, if you can't, if you don't have insurance and you can't get on Medicaid and you can't afford therapy on your own, I'm going to mention BetterHelp again because I know they have financial aid available and it's easy to pay online. So there are other options for you if you are looking for therapy and you don't have Medicaid, you don't have insurance. Okay, so don't lose hope. There are options. And honestly, most of this can be found through a simple Google search. And I think your state can still help you pay for therapy or help you get therapy online even without insurance. Because before I recorded this episode, I was looking stuff up and trying to find information, especially about insurance and therapy and stuff. And I found a website that said it was since I'm in Virginia, it said, find therapy online if you live in Virginia. So it's like, there are options. Another thing I wanted to mention for therapy, and I think I'm going to make a separate uh, podcast about finding a good psychiatrist, but I wanted to do the therapist first because I feel like maybe not everybody who listens to this show has a psychiatrist or is in need of one, but I will be talking about that in a future episode. And a lot of this information is interchangeable between psychiatrists and therapists, just by the way, if you're interested in finding a psychiatrist, a lot of the processes to do this are the same. But what I wanted to say is look into your your county's community service board. And I believe in the United States that this varies by county. So each county has its own community services board. 
These people often offer help for low-income families, people with low income who need to find mental health care. You can often find help and support through your community services board. I know for me, I go to my community services board and that's who I see my that's how I get my psychiatrist. That's how I found my psychiatrist through my community services board and it's really great. I love my psychiatrist. He's actually in a different city than I am, so he just calls me on the phone every 3 months and we check up and he refills my medication. So it can be really simple as that. And they can have therapy options too. I think the only reason I didn't um I didn't find a therapist through my community services board is because I live in a really rural area and they didn't have anyone available for me. So if you live in a big city, it's probably going to be easier for you to find a therapist. But if you're out in the sticks, I encourage you to look online Go to the nearest city possible, closest to you, the nearest place where you have a community services board and ask them for help because they can help you find licensed clinical social workers, they can help you find a case manager, and they could definitely help you find a therapist if you need one. That is a big tip that I was unaware of until a few years ago when I came, when I moved back to Virginia um, and I was looking for a therapist. My old therapist <laughs> my old therapist kind of stopped seeing me because she said my condition was chronic, which is something I want to speak about. So some of us have chronic mental health conditions. Like for me, I kept becoming manic every every few years, every few months I would become manic. And so my therapist was unwilling to continue treating me since my issues kept popping up. So it's important to understand and find out which kind of care your therapist is willing to provide. My therapist now is willing to provide long-term care, which is exactly what I need. Not that I'm planning on becoming manic anytime soon, but anything can happen, so I have to be prepared. So when you are looking for a therapist, if you're someone who has chronic mental health flare-ups, if you know at certain times of the year you tend to have issues or you tend to get into depression or in a funk, in a weird funk, if you know you have mental issues at certain times of the year or that you know these issues are chronic, that they that they continue to plague you even when you're doing your best, it's important to find a therapist who is willing to work with you long-term. So that is something to look into, and I think this is something that... You also need to look into in regards to your insurance. Is your insurance willing to pay for long care term or or long term care or not? This is another thing to consider. It's just a whole lot of information you have to consider, but it's really important. So that's one thing I wanted to mention because I'd never heard of a therapist stopping to see someone because they had a chronic illness. I'm like, the whole point I'm seeing you is because I have a chronic mental illness. And now that it's flaring up every year, you're going to say you can't treat me anymore? It made me a little upset, but she wasn't a great therapist, so it worked out in the end. So now I'm with a better therapist who has worked with me through hospitalizations, who who is just amazing, who helps me in so many ways, and it's just the best match for me at this time in my life, and I'm so thankful for her. So I encourage you, and what I want to say, oh my God, what I want to say, mental health, it is a journey. It is a journey full of ups and downs and scary times and really good times. So if you are at the beginning of your journey or if you feel a little lost right now, I want you to know that it's going to work out. Sometimes you just have to hold on for a little bit through the bad stuff and you will find the light at the end of the tunnel. It might just take a second. And that's one thing I want people to be aware of. 
especially if you're someone listening who has someone you love that has a mental illness, it can be hard to see them go through bad times and maybe you don't understand how to help them or what you can do to make them feel better. But I encourage you to become an active part in the process of their mental health journey and try to do your best and find them practical solutions that can help with their problems. So if you're someone listening now and you know someone who is struggling, who is having a hard time, try being in a kind way, try suggesting therapy to them and then offer them this information you've learned in this podcast and use this information to help them find a good therapist, help them find the help that they need, okay? And what I want to emphasize is that a lot of the stuff I've spoken I've sp- spoken, I've spoken about in this episode can also be applied to looking for a psychiatrist, which I will discuss in a further episode, but I just really wanted to talk about this this week because I feel like it's a really good thing to have. It's really good information to have. And as someone who has been in therapy for 10 years, I promise you I've had a lot of experience. I've been to a lot of different people and I know what I'm saying when I say these things. I know what I mean. This comes from a place of knowledge and experience, okay? And what I want you to do even I just want you to be open to the idea of therapy. I know for some of us it can be really like, oh no, and unfortunately we still live in this stigmatized culture where the thought of seeing a therapist, it's like, oh what? You see a therapist? Ew, are you a psycho? It's like stupid. We need to get over ourselves and we need to just accept that we need help. I believe that every single person on the planet should go see a therapist, regardless of how you feel. Because seeing a therapist, it gives you this place, this safe space where you can express yourself freely and get advice and get help without any judgment, without any, I guess I would say consequences, because this person is here completely just to help you and to make your life better. So if you're someone who's hesitating and you feel like, oh, I don't know if therapy's for me, I encourage you just to try it and see what you think. And it might take some time before you find the right fit for you. But just because it takes time doesn't mean you should give up. Just give yourself chance, room to breathe. Don't settle for less than you deserve and find the right person to work with you because it can help you in such a major way. Now, like I said, I've been in therapy on and off for 10 years, and it took me about eight years to realize and apply the information I've learned. But it doesn't have to be like that for you. If you are someone who knows you're struggling, if you are someone who knows you have issues, but you don't quite know where to start, you don't quite know what to do with it, you can go to therapy, get the help you need, and your life will improve. Your life will improve. And when you find the right therapist, talking to them will be an uplifting experience and it will be a really positive thing in your life and you will feel like a burden has been lifted and like you're not alone. That is one of the most important things that therapy provides. It gives you this safe space where you're not alone, where someone is there with you working through your issues and someone who understands what you're going through. This is so essential for growth and for the well-being of your soul. So that is what I encourage y'all to do. Don't be afraid or ashamed if you go see a therapist. Don't be afraid or ashamed. Embrace it. 
Um, Understand that it is actually putting you ahead in life because you are getting coping skills and tools that most people don't have on their own, okay? And I'm not saying that to be snooty or like uppity, like, oh, I'm so cool, I see a therapist. No, bro. I'm saying this because if I had listened to my therapist eight years ago, ten years ago, if I had listened and applied the concepts, I would have been in a better place much sooner. Now, now I'm not discrediting myself because I feel like the knowledge I have now, the reason I'm able to do this podcast, the reason I feel comfortable sharing my issues online now is because I've been through through so much therapy and I've learned so many coping skills and I've come to this place of major self-confidence because of the help I've received. So this is why I'm sharing this information with you all, just to enlighten you, just to give that spark of an idea into your brain so that if you're thinking about therapy, you know where to start. And I encourage you, please, I'm on Instagram at Manic State of Mind Podcast. If you have any questions for me about where to start or what to do, I am happy to help. I'm happy to answer your question. And if you have a question you'd like to be answered on air, please send it in. I would love to answer your questions on air. I would love to do a Q&A episode in the future sometime because I really want to get to know my audience and see what your guys' opinions are, what you think, how you're feeling. So if you're interested in hitting me up, I encourage you to do so. My DMs are open. I am accepting DMs. Anyway, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I will be linking some helpful articles and helpful websites in the description below. So if you're looking for a therapist right now as you're listening to this, you can check that out in the description box. And I will see you all next week. I'm not sure what we'll be talking about next week. It might be psychiatry, but I feel like that's a little redundant. So I will be back next week with a new episode. I hope you all have a great week and stay safe out there.